Okay, welcome. Uh, Not Somali Mormon Podcast, episode six. Number six. Yeah. Oh, man. We should have thought of, like, a creative title for this, but... Um... I know. I haven't thought of it yet, so... You know, we always just say the number, but we don't actually say anything, like, witty. <laughs> I know. We'll get there. We'll get there. Hey. Anyways, this is Sarah, because, by the way, a few of my other friends were like, I can't tell you two apart. And I'm like, bitches, you know me. <laughs> How can you not tell my voice? Yeah, I and this is Katie. I don't know. I think Sarah has a bit more of a southern accent, and I have a weird, strange, like, Utah accent. I don't know. I don't know if that weird. helped. <laughs> but, yeah, I was like, I don't think we sound alike, but apparently... You you must have a twang every once in a while too when you talk. So I guess we're both white girls. So what you gonna do? <laughs> this is very well, well, now we have another voice that people are gonna have to discern because we have our first special guest, uh, Madison. Say hello. Hi everyone. <laughs> Welcome, Madison, Welcome, to our Madison. lovely podcast. Yay. So, yeah, Madison's a good friend of mine, and today's episode, we're kind of focusing on, like, LGBT issues and all that and kind I, of fun stuff, so we wanted to have her on. <laughs> yeah, I'm a certified gay. Um, <laughs> certified? How'd you get certified? Yep, yeah, I have a little oh. rainbow badge and everything. Oh, yes. I want one. Oh, I guess you have to be you certified. Exactly. <laughs> it's not an easy process. Oh, man. So, yeah, we just, I guess, considering how the Mormon church feels about LGBT everything, which we oppose, we wanted to focus on that and shed some light on it and um, kind of let Madison tell her story as well and ask us questions if she wants to. So... Ooh. Um, yeah, Madison, do you want to, like, introduce yourself a little? Like, tell us a little about yourself? Well, I am <laughs> Madison, and I don't really know. I've lived, lived in Arizona all my life, and I'm a baker and a part-time marketing assistant. I don't know. I feel like this is a job interview, and I feel like I'm not <laughs> killing it. Tell me your best qualities. No. <laughs> <laughs> I tell a joke from time to time. You do. It's great. Yeah. Um, but you are a member of the LGBT community, yes? This is correct. Yes. You yeah. are said. <laughs> How many years do I get the job? <laughs> um, so do you know much about, like, Mormons and how they view the LGBT community? I have no idea. That was one of my main questions. Like, I... To be honest, I thought the Mormons were cool with it. <laughs> like, I just, I just didn't know. And then you were talking to me about it, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Like, I had no idea that the Mormons really just did not like the LGBT community. Like, where is it in the Mormon teachings and stuff that says like being gay is not okay? Oh, and like everything. Yeah, oh. and a lot of stuff. And it's really interesting too. Like, they they try to say that they're loving. Of gay people, but the fact of the matter is, is that they say that it's like the ultimate sin or one of the ultimate sins. Is well, hell the, yeah. yeah. <laughs> go hard or go home. 
Right. So um, I guess it goes back a long way um, in, uh, I don't know, Mormonism, that being gay is supposedly wrong and, like, they've tried to mm-hmm. fix people. And um, How do they try to fix people? Well, a while ago, especially at, like, BYU, which is the university in Provo, Mm-hmm. They would have, like, electroshock therapy and really awful stuff to try to get people that were gay to say that they were straight. Like, really horrible uh, things. Do you remember that, Sarah? Have you heard about I that? I don't remember that. Yeah, I never heard. The only thing I heard about BYU, I remember when I was there, so, like, God, like, six, seven years ago, was, like, they would have these panels of... So, like, I remember it was, like, a gay man, and he was saying that, like, he, he was, like, yeah, like, I'm, I'm gay, but also, like, I was able to fight these urges, and, like, I married a woman, and I fell in love with her, and we now have four children, and so, like, yeah. it's totally doable, and you can, like, have this life, too, and I was, like, what? And I remember even then, because I was an active Mormon, and I was like, believe, you know, I believe what they taught. So, but I remember that time being like, that's really sad because clearly he doesn't want that. And if I was the woman in that situation, I would be so insecure all the time. Like, right. he doesn't find me attractive. Like, I don't want to be in a relationship like that. And it was like, I remember thinking that. But yeah, they had like a couple of people on this panel who were basically saying the same thing that like they just like overcame it and married the opposite sex and then had children and their life is great like yeah yeah. I I've heard like the official term for that is like mixed orientation marriage and they like prescribe that to people it's just horrible to me like (laughs) why would you do that not only to the person that's like homosexual or whatever but the other person in the marriage it's yeah it's so unfair yeah that's horrible. Like, I'm just imagining myself in that situation, like, marrying a man, which I'm, it's not, like, disgusting to me. Like, it's not like, oh, my God, I would never marry a guy. Like, it's, it's like, it's just another person, but it's just the type of person that I don't fall in love with. Okay. So I can, like, I could be able to settle. And that just makes me so sad Aww, that it seems yeah. like these kind of people, like, it, it's what they're doing. And that's just so saddening, like, to not live your true happiness in yourself is just insane yeah Yeah. no seriously yeah um but yeah besides that there's been lots of like things that the church has put out that has said that being like homosexual or any of that or having sex outside of marriage even if it's heterosexual marriage like any of that stuff is like one of the ultimate sins like we've talked about before mm-hmm. um and it's funny how i was reading about it a little bit earlier today they call it now they say being afflicted with homosexuality Ooh, i know negative. isn't that horrible <laughs> yeah but you know what is i totally when i was in the church okay so madison i was like a molly mormon for a few years so I used to have these thought process. Like, I was totally like, yeah, yeah, man. Like, that's a sin. And, like, that's awful and blah, blah, blah. And I remember thinking at that time, like, when they would call it an affliction, that's how I would describe it to people. When they would ask me, like, what's your stance on 
you know, gay marriage and whatever, I'd be like, well, we all have our trials and afflictions, and this is just something that they personally have, and I'm just so lucky that I don't have it. Like, I was such a bitch, and that's really how I was like, but that's what they told us, and, like, that's that's how we explain, like, because people would be like, well, how do you explain it? Like, why would God you know, create someone and like, but then tell them they can't be themselves. And I was like, oh, but it's as they teach us that it's an affliction that they have to overcome. And like, it just means they're a stronger person for being able to go through it. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. It's the worst. Because that's totally what they taught. I remember having that lesson multiple times, like at church. And I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah. I've had friends that like, I've asked them that same question, like, what do you think happens to, like, our other mutual gay friend, you know, after we die or whatever, and they're like, oh, that's their affliction that, like, God can work Work out out later. later. It's crazy. My God. What is a very personal question, Katie? Sorry, what was that? I was just saying, this is, like, a personal question. I won't use names, but I think you'll be able to pick up on who I'm talking about, but... What is your friend's view on the other friend who committed suicide? I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Because (sighs) she view it that way, that, like, he's going to hell because of that, like... You know, I haven't really, like, asked her about that, but she... We talked about it beforehand, and she she was, like, like, saying how he would be, I don't know saved later or something and yeah Yeah. I don't know and And his family tried to say that it wasn't a suicide did you know that what yeah Yeah. they like only said that it was like complications in his sleep or whatever oh my god but it wasn't so uh I find that so fucked up on many levels like obviously you're dismissing like a huge part of this your loved one's life like that's something that you should be like you know what let's look at why this happened and like make sure that we honor him and like try to make sure that other people don't feel the same way and like we are aware and like blah 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 not like hiding it and trying to make it ugh can't even I know it was absolutely horrible because he was really trying to be like a good Mormon you know and Uh he couldn't and that was really, really sad. So um, I guess while we're on a sad note, I will say that LGBT suicides, like teenager suicides, are 60% above the national average in, like, Utah. Yeah, I wasn't that on that documentary from the Imagine Dragons guy? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, was, I remember him saying that percentage, and my mind was blown. Because they feel, like, worthless. They feel like they're wrong or sinful or whatever. So it's a big issue. And I feel like that's why I take a lot of, I don't know. I I just really hate the whole idea of the policing and stuff of how someone's sexuality should be. And telling them that their eternal worth is not worthy. (laughs) It's Mm -hmm. stupid. Yeah. And telling them that, like, it's okay. So, okay, so Madison, they, they, they preach that, like, you're, it's, they're welcoming to, like, 
everyone and it's fine as long as you don't act upon your feelings. <laughs> so, like, basically, you're supposed to be lonely and then, like, Catwoman the rest of your life and, yeah. like, never, ever experience any type of relationship, connection, physical so or well, I'm because, fucking killing yeah. it right now, then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, to a T, Mormon. <laughs> nothing's happening for me. I know, right? When I left the church, I thought it was going to be like floodgates opening of all this dick in my life. That'd be great. And that's not been happening. I'm like, where is What is happening? Like... <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah, it's just so silly, though. It's like, yeah, we love you. We accept you. But um, just be celibate forever. Also, guess what? You can't even masturbate. So no, no sexual yeah. pleasure ever in your life. Like, what? What oh is my that? God. That's like hell on earth. Like, I would just be like, all right, well, I'd rather have that than <laughs> or like have the actual hell than this one. Seriously. Because that's horrible. Yeah. Yeah. To. What are you thinking of all this, Madison? <laughs> I'm thinking this is quite something. I I I'm learning something new every sentence. Yeah. I'm like I never knew there was such hatred, because yeah. all the Mormons that I know, and this is very stereotypical or whatever, but they're like super nice and happy and like accepting. But they also don't know about me. Uh, like I've never really told any of my Mormon friends that I was gay just cause it never came up in conversation and I'm not one to just front my business like that cause I just don't think it's a big deal, but just to, it makes me wonder what they would think if they found out. I mean, I, I really don't think it's any, it's going to come as any fucking shocker, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but I, like in high school, I always had boyfriends and I was always dating a guy and it wasn't until I went to college that I actually started to like date girls and realize that, Oh, this is really what I'm feeling and this is how it should feel and whatever. But that's just, it's just making me think about all my friends and but I don't know. I think they'd be fine with it. It just depends on the person. Yeah. You know, I think like Mormon people is as individuals are actually really nice and like, well, a lot of them, <laughs> not all of them, <laughs> but I feel like a lot of them say that they're really cool with like, you know, gay people and all of that, but it sucks that they're giving their money and their time and their energy to a religion that is super oppressive to everyone who's in that LGBT community. So that's what sucks for me is because I know my Mormon friends, most of them are very like accepting of gay people but their church says otherwise you know what i mean yeah 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 that's gotta be quite the conflict yeah yep and i know sarah has a lot of gay friends too so i sorry you have a lot of gay friends too so are they, they... single <laughs> i don't have any lesbian friends though. i'm sorry yeah, no one does it's fine <laughs> yeah, i only have gay guys in my life i mean i think think I might have a lesbian friend, but I don't want to jump to assumptions, but I think she is, but I don't really know. And if she is, she's a total babe and, like, badass, so... So maybe. Yeah, maybe. But she is in Berlin, so you'd have to come here. Oh, that's fine. Right. I can make the trek. Right? Yeah, yeah. Actually, that's fine. What, what is it? Just a few hours? Like, 20 minutes? 20-minute 20 flight? Yeah, like, yeah, 20 minutes, max. Yeah. You know? 
you've been I over there, that. haven't you? Been to Germany, Madison? I have. I went to Berlin. Oh, when'd you go? Uh, about a year or two ago, I think. Oh, cool. What for? Yeah. Sorry, I'm totally sidetracking, but I love it when people come to Berlin and I can hear their stories, like their impressions. Yeah. No, I um, backpacked through Europe when I was 21. So, like, yeah, like a year and a half ago or something. And um, I just went to a bunch of different countries, and Berlin was one of my stops. And I thought it was awesome, but I was just so sad because I, I love museums. And of course, I went to all the museums about the Holocaust and stuff like that. So it, it just like hit me right in the feels. And so when I left Berlin, I was just kind of like walking with my head down, like, fuck, I didn't, fuck, this is fucking a lot. Like, this is a lot of shit that happened here. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's intense. Like, when I used to have friends, like, when I used to have friends back in the day. <laughs> Uh, no, when I had people visiting, I would always take them on the tours and they'd want to go to these, you know, the Jewish Memorial or the Holocaust Museum. And I was like, bitches, I can't do this more than once. <laughs> like, you have to do this on your own. Like, I can't handle it. Because I did it like four times or four or five times. And I was just like, the last time, like, I can't because it really makes me so depressed for the rest of the day. Like, yeah, and then the I bet. Yeah. Well, that's cool. You should have come this past weekend because they had a huge Pride Festival that was fucking amazing. Like, the whole city just shuts down for it. It's so cool. That's I'm literally so awesome. the worst the worst gay person. I've never been to Pride. I've never <gasps> been to, like, any sort of function. I'm just such an undercover gay person that it hurts me. <laughs> you are very undercover. She was just telling me earlier today how she gets hit on by so many guys because, like, every guy thinks she's straight and she's just like hey pal (laughs) (laughs) like I feel bad because like I've I've stopped just telling guys that I'm gay because it just takes a turn like 95% of the time it's either like a threesome or if they can watch and I'm like bitch no like don't you think I would have came out with that like from the get-go like if that was my intention like no but also you should have me around you 24 7 because then you can be like but this bitch is single and she's straight and i'll be like hey yo not your first dick but i'll do but hey there you go i would love oh i would love just not a pawn but someone i can just push (laughs) just be like oh you think i'm okay i'm not that great look at my friend over here isn't she just stunning I just pictured this meme already of this like creepy guy coming out the corner with just eyes. Like that's me. Heyo. Oh <laughs> yeah, this guy at the grocery store that works at the grocery store, he hits on Madison or like flirts with oh, her every yes. single time. Every time she goes. And like she's just a really nice person, but you know, he's just like trying every time. He's making me not want to go to self-checkout. To make me get out of my bubble and actually go and see a cashier, that takes something. And I'm almost there. <laughs> like, I'm almost about to see Betsy in line five. Because <laughs> I can't do self-checkout anymore. Maybe you and Betsy will become fast friends. <laughs> oh, great. I mean, but I have to ask, is he cute? Because then that's flattering a bit. I mean, maybe. Do you think? Um, no, he, he's not, he's, he, he, how do I explain it? He has very long hair. Okay. Have you seen men in black? Yes. You know, the guy with the long hair, like the creepy looking one. Oh no. Could be his dad. That's like, <laughs> oh no. Like he just kind of oh, looks no. like that. He's super nice though. So I don't like, I just talk to him back, but 
Bless him. Next time yeah. I'm leaving him with a fist bump. <laughs> just to really fist seal bump. the deal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just be like, nice dude. Yeah. Oh my Damn. gosh. Does that There's happen a- to you at like bars and stuff too? <sighs> yeah, this sounds very conceited and narcissistic. <laughs> but it happens all the time. At least you get free drinks, right? Right? Oh, I would milk that, that shit. That is a perk. I Okay, I do kind of milk it because I get free shit all the time. Like, I don't know like, hey. why. I'm just I'm just nice, I think. And so I don't know if they think it's going to go somewhere. Like, I don't know. But um, I get free cookies all the time. I get, like, free subs and free fucking everything. <laughs> I love it. Like, yes. I'll Amazing. portray a straight persona all day if it means I can get a free cookie from Subway. Yeah. I mean, I hear you. I hear you. I have like, one of my friends. When I was in Belgrade, <laughs> we were we were trying to catch a cab, and she she was like, "Oh, they're not paying attention." And she literally reaches over and just pulls my dress down. And she's like, "Get your tits out, then we can get a cab." Like, hey! But then we got a cab immediately, and I was like, "You're welcome, bitches. <laughs> You're welcome." I know, and then my other friend does that all the time too. Where I'm like, guys, my boobs are not for your disposal to like get free shit unless like it's currency. I know, and then I'm like, all right, fine. If I get something free, it's okay. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah I just stare into their souls until they give me something for free. Honestly, that's more classy. I'm I'm pretty trashy, Madison. I don't know if you picked up on that, but I would I'm be trashy much. if you know um, I had any sort of self confidence. <laughs> but you should <laughs> oh my hell it's weird I have confidence around guys and stuff but like around people that I actually kind of like it's fucking gone like I feel like a potato <laughs> with feet <laughs> oh my god see I wish I had some of that because then it's just like I don't know I'm too much I am too much all the time Reach it's it. a hot mess <laughs> oh my gosh oh so- man um, Madison, you should, do you want to tell us, like, any coming out stories or any kind of thing, like, growing up, how you felt, you know, maneuvering uh, yeah. that? Let me just go back in time. Let's so rewind. I think, yeah. Rewind. I was thinking about it this morning about, like, who I actually came out to first, and I remember this very vividly, and it was my brother. And I remember awesome. we were driving, and I, I was, like, struggling to pass, like, three weeks prior to this time. And I was just like, I, I'm pretty sure I'm gay. I just, I don't, I don't want to be because like, in my mind, I was like, I don't want to go to hell. And I haven't been to any organized churches or anything, but my family's just spiritual. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't like, if this is a real sin, like I don't want to risk going to hell for something that I feel right now. And I was like really struggling with it. And then I was with my dad and my brother and we were driving somewhere and I was just down all day and we were at a gas station and my dad went in. My brother looked at me and I was just crying. He's like, what is wrong with you? And I'm like, nothing. Like, just let it go. And he would not stop pestering me. He's like, if you don't tell me what's wrong, I'm telling dad you're crying. And then he's going to ask you. And I'm like, don't you fucking dare. Like, don't do that to me. He's like, you better tell me then. And I was just like, I think I'm gay. Like, I just yelled it at him. And he was like, that's it. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, I mean, I, I have a gay friend and she's really cool. And I'm like, Logan, this isn't helping me. Like, <laughs> and he's like, well, I don't, I don't know. And then my dad got back in the car. That was the end of that conversation. And then like two days later, I was still just like beating myself up about this. I was like, I can't believe I told my brother. Like now he's going to tell my family and he would never do that. But I was just so in my own head that like it was going to get out. And I really didn't want anybody to know. And then I went over to one of my friend's house and I was just, I had tears in my eyes and she was like, what's wrong? And like, 
I didn't want to tell her. And then she started crying because I was crying. And I'm like, why are you crying? And she was like, because you're crying. It makes me sad. I'm like, this is fucking horrible. And so I told her to count me down. And I was like, count down from 10. She was like, what? I'm like, just do it. So she counted down. And when she hit one, I was just like, I think I'm gay. And she was like, okay. That's that's fine. And I'm like, it's not. And I just like kind of broke down. And she's like, it's totally fine. And after that, I started to kind of come to terms with like, okay, so I told my brother and my friend, my one of my best friends. So this is real. I wouldn't say it if it wasn't what I was actually feeling. I wouldn't say it in such a point of distress where I could easily just say I'm not or whatever, but it like came out and I was like, I think I actually am. Like, this is who I am. This is, I, I just need to be me. And so I started to tell my closest friends after that and they were all super accepting and uh, I was scared to tell a couple because they would always make like gay jokes and like just kind of bash lesbians specifically because um, I was friends with like all girls. And so that was just kind of like what they would do. And so I was really scared to tell them, but they eventually all came around and mm. it was just really nice. Like I've never had a negative experience besides with some weird guys um, <laughs> that yeah. if I told them they were just super supportive and just they, they could give two shits and they just wanted to know what we were eating that day. That's so awesome. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then I told my mom the day before Thanksgiving, because I, I, I was like, I'm going to tell my mom before Thanksgiving. And I was telling all my friends this. I'm like, I've just got to tell her because she knows something's up. And I just, I need to be honest with my mom. And I tell her everything. And it was the day before Thanksgiving. And she came up to me. And I was, of course, crying again. So it was very emotional every time I told somebody. I was always crying because I just was terrified. And she was like, well, what's wrong? And I'm like, can you just guess? And she's like, she isn't what I think it is. And I'm like, I, I think it is. She's like, are you gay? And I was like, I oh. think so. And I was oh, just like, crying. your she's mom. Like, yeah. Oh. And she was just like, Maddie, it's fine. To be honest, we kind of had a feeling. <laughs> and I was like, well, what fucking gave it away? Like, me never bringing any guys home. And when I did, I was just angry. <laughs> <laughs> Get them out of here. (laughs) Right. I went to sidetrack. I went to prom with this guy who was obsessed with me. And he was just, he never left me alone. And I was just miserable the whole day. And I was like, are you excited? I'm like, fuck, no, I'm not excited. I curse in front of my mom. Uh, I was like, fuck, no, I'm not excited. (laughs) She's like, it's your prom, Dan. I'm like, whoop de fucking do. Like, I really could give two shits. Was this the same guy who was obsessed with you, like, all through high school? Or were there multiple guys? Oh, this sounds bad. I think, well, there was like, <laughs> uh, well, there was like two, but this is the latter. And he, okay, we, okay. we were like best friends for a while. And then I just had to fucking finally cut it off. Cause a lot of shit happened that I just, I can't even think about now. Like he did some really bad things and I just had to cut it off, but he was just obsessed with me and would not let me go. And I got actually, this was kind of scary. A, uh, Twitter message from him or an email maybe it was something weird like a weird platform to get something and he had wrote letters all throughout high school he kept a diary about me and he sent it to me and it had my address in it and it had like like we're meant to be together like I just don't know why I don't see it blah blah blah. and he knew I was gay like I had told him to like hopefully get him off my back and that didn't work because he just thought he was the special one he could be the one to like turn me and why I could never see it. He didn't understand. And he just sent me all this. And it was the case. He, he wrote like, uh, oh, I didn't write. he was like, just thought you'd want to read these. It's like, 
why the oh, fuck? God. I want to read. This was after I cut him off about that's like, like serial like, killer stuff. That's what I was thinking. Whoa. I was like, this, he has my address still. Like it was like in the middle of a page, basically just to itself of my address. <gasps> and I was like, oh fuck. And that's what scared me the most. I was like, okay, like yikes. Whoa. I mean, here's what I just think when I go through this. It's like. Where in their mind do they honestly think, like, if I do this, she's going to want me. Like, this is going to make her want to date me. Like, oh, I know. I have to stop and think for a hot second. Like, I know I've done some crazy girl <laughs> shit for, like, just recently. I mean, I'm not, yeah, it's been crazy. But I would never be like, oh, hey, let me send you a diary that I've kept of us and how much we're supposed to be together and your address because maybe you just want to read about it. What? Like, Like, it was so fucked up. And I hadn't talked to him in probably like eight months at this point. Like, it wasn't a full year yet, but it was a long time. Wow. Yeah. And like, it was a whole deal. And he got like kicked out of ASU and he was like he moved somewhere else and he was still there but he was coming back and so I was like terrified for like a week and a half because and I wouldn't be surprised especially at that time if he would have done something because he was a little bit off Yikes! and so I was like well this is how I'm gonna die at least I'm dying wanted you know (laughs) I mean but really it's one of the best ways (laughs) she died because she was loved too much obsessive serial killer you could get on forensic files that way right (laughs) it's so sad because I've lost so many of my best guy friends because they had feelings for me and I couldn't reciprocate them and they would just leave that's so sad isn't it like I can. I have one main guy friend now who's just one of my best friends, and he's the homie. But, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah my, <laughs> my my main squeeze, and he he's like the only guy that's ever stuck around with me. Oh. Isn't, oh. That, isn't that just fucking sad? Like it's lame that guys are like, if you can't have sex with them, then they're not interested a lot of the time. That's, yeah, that's really it's, unfortunate. Uh-huh. And that's like the biggest struggle because I get along really well with guys. Like, I feel like I, I just, we just mesh a lot better. Like girls, I kind of have to kind of try and like, it's just different. And with guys, it's so easy. And then it just ends so fast. It's like, I thought we were like having fun and like hanging out. And I guess that you just had another motive and I just didn't even know. Yeah. That's lame. For sure. Damn. Ugh. <laughs> right fucking <laughs> horrible but going back to my coming out story that was pretty much it uh like i said everyone's been like super supportive and are always looking for dates for me with no avail ever <laughs> question though um so you have like mormon friends who don't know that you're gay yes and isn't it your grandma doesn't know you're gay <gasps> no my grandma does not <laughs> And she's like, they're very, very close, right? You two. Are yeah. Very close. Oh. And do you think she would respond? Is that part of your hesitation or? Yeah. So she is very, very conservative. Like she loves Trump. Like if she oh, had, God. she, that just to put it into perspective, like she just is super, super conservative and doesn't really get the gays or anything like that. 
Uh-huh. And so I think if I told her, she'd still love me, but I think she'd be uncomfortable. Like, I think she just wouldn't feel comfortable to talk to me about, like, who I'm seeing or she would just have questions. Like, her main thing she would probably say is, well, how am I going to have any great grandbabies? Like, she wouldn't think I'd be able to have a kid or something like that. And that'd be her main worry is that I wouldn't live a full life. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's just kind of, it would be pointless to explain it to her. Right, right. So I I don't plan on ever telling her. Well, I know that sounds horrible, but I just... No, no, it makes sense because it's like, yeah, she's in an older age and she has her idea about it. So, yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. It's funny. I remember you told me you were like kind of dating a girl for a minute and you changed her name to a guy's name. Yeah, to Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> to describe her oh. to your to your grandma cuz like yeah, Madison's really close with her grandma. Like she'll take her on her errands and to her doctor's appointments and they go get lunch. So it's yeah, it's funny. It's cute yeah. though. She's like my mom. But yeah, yeah. I I remember cuz I my grandma always asks me if I'm dating. I, she's genuinely worried that I'm never going to find anybody. And you know what, bitch? Me too. So <laughs> she's in the right state of mind. But yeah, I was like seeing this girl for a minute and I really liked her. And my grandma was asking me about it and it slipped. And I said that, like, I think I was just being defensive. She's like, you never go on dates. And I'm like, I just went on a date like last week. And I was like, oh my God, I just put my foot in my mouth. <laughs> and then she was oh. like, ooh, like, who is it? And I'm like, his name's Kyle. <laughs> Wait, what is her actual name? Uh, her name was Kiki. And oh, so okay. I just like kind of. Okay. okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so I just kind of changed the name up a wee bit. But it was actually kind of difficult to like change pronouns and stuff because I would think about like the situation. I'd be like, yeah, we went out to dinner and he got this drink and I got this drink. And it was just so <laughs> awkward but it flowed so naturally it made me worried I was like (laughs) could I just do this my whole life I don't (laughs) but yeah so I just refused to tell her and then my dad I've never outright told but my mom had told me that my dad had called me being gay from a very young age and I do not give my dad the satisfaction of being right (laughs) and so my mom's like are you ever going to tell your father? And I'm like, nope, because he already fucking knows. So, <laughs> and my dad's one of those people that will always be like, give me my props. Like, I need my props for being right. And I did this and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you're not going to get the ultimate win, dad. <laughs> I will marry a man before you're right. <laughs> oh, my God. I'll prove you wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even though you're right. <laughs> And since my mom told me that he basically knew, I'm like, well, then what's the point of saying it? Like, I'm not seeing anybody that's important, and I don't feel the need to just tell my dad that. But he always kind of hints at it. Like, if it gets to that, he's like, are you seeing anyone? He keeps it very ambiguous. And I'm like, you know what's going on. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, this is bringing so many memories back. This is great. Oh, I'm glad. <laughs> I'm so glad you're on with us. Me too. Thanks for having me. Of course. Joining us. So I tried, I'll tell, I'll tell you Sarah right now and listeners, I tried to go out into the other room and sit by Madison, but it like did neck 
like it was super echoey in my headset. So this whole time, we've literally been in separate rooms. <laughs> oh, I just thought God. you just didn't like my face. <laughs> And you know I, I took it. Face. I took Shut it like up. a champ. <laughs> you know I love your face. Get out of here. It's fine. I still love you from a distance. From a distance. From the other room. Yeah. Sometimes when you move, I see the light move on the door, and it's like we're together. From a distance. Oh my God, it's like technology, right? I know. Who needs it? <laughs> Who needs this shit? <laughs> Amazing. Um, do we have anything else we wanna? I just want to point out, I wish that someone was here looking at this. I literally am sprawled out, like, like spread eagle right now with my skirt up to my belly button, my hoo-ha <laughs> hanging out in front of a fan, with a laptop on my knees. That is what's <laughs> happening right now. Like, What a visual. I know, right? I just can't hot, even. right? So hot. I need a fucking AC. I think we, and, yeah. They don't have AC in Germany, so mm. I'm dying. Yeah, and in the '90s, I can't, I can't deal with it. I can't. Sweet baby Jesus. Fucking swamp crotch all two weeks now, like. <laughs> At least you don't listen to this. At least you don't have garments anymore. So you can like be free. You can just take oh my them God. off. I- garments on it'd be like a fucking vegetation down there with oh, all no. the moisture <laughs> like mold. yeah seriously <laughs> all right this like, is gonna sound it. ignorant but what is a garment oh okay Sarah, so- take this one <laughs> <laughs> no, oh god what did i just step into <laughs> <laughs> like no, you're passing so the torch <laughs> it's like so whenever you go through the mormon temple which means like it's like the ultimate ceremony and like what you're to put like your main goal as a Mormon is to go through the temple and to get what's called endowments. And it's like this weird ceremony that they do and like you can't talk about it. It's very, very secretive. Like you're never allowed to talk about it once you leave unless it's with other people who have gone through the same ceremony and are still righteous Mormons. So, so that's like a Madison. little side. Yeah. So um, Sarah talked about this in like another episode and it's like the worst, one of the worst things you can do is talk about this. So you're yeah. about to get some ultimate sin directly. Ah, bring it on. <laughs> I already burn when I go by a Chick-fil-A. I'm fucking ready. <laughs> right? So, although I still love Chick-fil-A, even though I feel so guilty eating it because they're assholes, but I no, we were talking that. about that today and I told Madison, I can't go there. Like I will not. Oh, girl, I went there yesterday. <laughs> I know, that's I what know you were that's saying. Right. And I'm like, okay, well, you're going, but I'm not going. Anyway. It's, it's almost like a subtle win for me. <laughs> you're like, yes, keep giving me chicken. <laughs> right? Keep flirting with me, drive through guy. You'll have a surprise. <laughs> man. Oh, man. Okay. Sorry. Completely. Okay. Oh, right, right, right. So, okay, so when you go to the temple and you do the ceremony, you have to wear garments after, which are, like, reminders of the covenants and promises you made in the temple. So they're, like, for women, these, like, T-shirts and like that you wear under your clothes, and then they're, like, biker shorts that go on underneath. So they're supposed to be, like, they're, like, the most unattractive thing ever, like, honest to God. And you wear your bra over the garment top. Yeah, so you imagine, can Google like, it. It's it's really bad. Yeah, I'm doing it right now. Yeah, Google it. You can see. Do 
Like, it's it's so awful. And, like, in the summer when I was – so I got him out in Madrid, and I was living in Berlin. So, like, for two summers, I would be sweating balls constantly in, like, literal swamp crotch. Like, I had to change my garment bottoms, like, three times a day. Oh, it was, I don't like, even doubt awful. that. Yeah. Oh. Like, literally, like, I would just have my hoo-ha out in front of a fan for, like, an hour. And then be like, all right, I got to put my nasty-ass garments <laughs> back on and leave the house. And then instant – swamp crotch and I was oh. like I am looking so, at it right uh, now and oh <laughs> Madison that's what every Mormon you know if they're probably <gasps> above like the age of 20 that's what they wear that's what they're wearing under their clothes and okay so funny story Madison, with that that's what our bosses wear <laughs> no really no really I've seen yeah really okay continue Sarah <laughs> No, just, like, funny story on that note. So, like, a friend, Katie, you know who I'm talking about, but a friend, like, so we were kind of seeing each other, and now we're supposed to be friends, and when he came over the other day, he's like, all right, I'll come over, but maybe you should wear, maybe you should wear your old, Mar- like, Mormon garments, and then I won't be <laughs> He's like, that way I won't want to have sex with you as much. I <laughs> so hard because I was like bitch you are correct if I was wearing those you'd be like nope pass <laughs> like, yeah, they're literally made to make people look like not sexual oh it was the worst and I know we've already talked about this so sorry listeners but I need to complain about it again like they have these little like cup size like these little like sewn in cups in the top but because I have big ass titties like it would never fit <laughs> I the line would just cut right across my nipple, Ouch. and the top would be at the top. <laughs> like, oh, no. So I'd have to like try to like squeeze it down, like tuck it into my bra, and then it would be like choking me from the oh. back collar. It was awful. And then like the bottoms, because I'm so short, they would come to like my knees and then up to my belly button. So I was like rocking a camel toe 24 <laughs> seven. Like, oh. It was awful so uncomfortable it was so uncomfortable like I would look in the mirror and just be like (laughs) I couldn't look (laughs) at myself (laughs) I can't imagine wearing those like and I know what they look like and I'm seeing people wearing them and I'm just like ugh ugh they're so bad and then like every like I remember like friends in church like girlfriends who would be like oh but it's like it's actually great because it's kind of like God's way of saying, like, women, you don't need to, like, sexualize your bodies and, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, kind of keeps it in check. And I was like, uh, I like my body. And, like, I like that it's curvy and sensual and sexual. Like, I don't yeah. know why I would need garments to tell me that, like, oh, no, you should look as fugly as possible. <laughs> Because that is what you look like. like. You know, I think all these things need is a little bedazzle. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> just even on the even on the like shoulder cuff, just like, like hot mama right on the side. <laughs> oh man! I feel like it'd make a world of difference. You know? Just give us some bling. Oh my god! Yes. <laughs> Listen, the only good thing that was about garments is that for me, hashtag chubby curvy woman, like I never chafed in them. So I was like, holla. Like, oh, I yeah, I guess it does prevent and I didn't get that, chafed. Right? Yeah. Because but... now I got to fucking put deodorant in between my thighs and hope that I don't <laughs> have a hole in my skin when I go out for the day. <laughs> yeah. 
it's a struggle. Or I wear my handmade tail underwear, which is what my friend and I call it. It's like a handmaid's tail underwear. Oh my god. Because I'm like, my thighs would be chafing together and I need to solve this. So. Oh my god, yeah. Sometimes I legit wear biker shorts under dresses. Like, if they're yeah, really short, especially because I'm like, first of all, I don't want my ass to show if I bend over. Second of all, I don't want my thighs to rub together. So, whatever. Chafing is an issue. <laughs> I remember once, I think it was like last summer. Yeah, it was last summer. I was wearing those under a dress and I was on a date and like we came back to my apartment and we were like, you know, making out and it was like trying to go up my dress. I was like, oh, no, no, let me go to the bathroom real quick. Let me go change. <laughs> to the bathroom. He was like, okay. I was like, yeah, let me just take these off and hide them under my cabinet so that like when he comes in, he doesn't see. And he was like, oh, you're not wearing any panties today. I was like, yeah, totally was happening. I just uh, didn't hurt me all day. Any panties yeah. all day today. <laughs> Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. Well Well that's that, so you know. Sidetrack. The garments, Madison. Yeah, holy shit. You're enlightened about what Mormon (laughs) adults wear. And you know so I won't say any names, but the people we work with, like their son too. Where's that? Wait, what? Like, every Mormon who's over the age of, like, 20 wears it. So you can just imagine now all the people you know. And I was just... Oh, sure. Yeah. You can shaking me to my core. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I'm never going to look at them the same. I'm going to be like, what are you hiding? (laughs) Well, more of think, like, that bitch is hot. That's what I think. (laughs) Yeah, like, they're steaming. Like, it's so hot in Phoenix, and they still wear those. Y'all, I can't even tell you, even in the winter, because, like, when you're all bundled up, and it's, like, it's, uh, it's so bad. Because then you get, like, super hot from being, like, well, in Berlin, especially, like, I have to walk everywhere, so you're, like, really bundled up, and then you're walking, and so you're getting, like, hot from walking, you're riding your bike, and then if you had those garments, it was, like, you wanted to rip them off your body. Like, you're, like, this is so hot. Oh, and, Madison, the only time you're allowed to take them off is the three... Is it S's? I think so. Like shower, sex, yeah. and swimming. Yeah. I like how they added swimming. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like we so can't forget the like pool. Four. <laughs> no, it's four, right? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, oh, that's great. I'm going to follow that rule. No. <laughs> my clothes do not come off for those. <laughs> well, that's actually kind of true. <laughs> well, I guess that's, that's true, but you me. don't I... wear weird underwear. I will... Not be happy with you if you start wearing weird underwear. Right? Oh my god. Oh my god. I mean, I'm just kind of rocking the no panties things lately. I'm I'm enjoying it. It's god, really liberating. I can't do like I've thought about it before. I'm like, maybe I'll just go a day, and then I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> like you oh, never god. know. Like, what if all of a sudden I birth a child out of nowhere and I have no <laughs> underwear? <laughs> flops right out you never know i mean it'd be a shock to everyone but i'd be happy <laughs> yeah but okay, speaking of that i wore a flowy skirt today like a maxi skirt and i went to the doctor and i was like i mean because i just went in because i was having like head it doesn't matter 
Anyway, I didn't think I'd have to have, like, an exam, and I almost didn't wear underwear just because I was like, it's so fucking hot, and I have to be outside. I can't deal with it. I have a flowy skirt on. Yeah, I'm not. And then last minute, I was like, mm, I reckon I'll put some on. Oh, good thing I did, because he was like, I need you to lie down on the table. And I was like, sorry? <laughs> like, and then he's, like, pulling out my dress to do these, like, tests on my legs, like, neurology. Like, anyways, he's, like, testing, like, my reflex and stuff. But he was, like, going up pretty high. My legs are just, like, spread eagle in the air. Like, <laughs> so, homeboy was seeing my vagina, but with my panties, thank God, like, kind of covering it. But the, I mean, I'm pretty sure one lip was just kind of sticking out. And I didn't have time to, like, change it because he was just all of a sudden, like, put your leg in the air. And I was like, oh, all right, that's happening. Like, good thing he's German. He doesn't care. And I was also like, good thing I shaved yesterday. Oh, my God. (laughs) nothing I haven't seen before. Yeah. All right. But he wasn't my normal doctor. It was, like, this 30-year-old-ish, like, nerdy dude. So I was like, oh, this is so uncomfortable. (laughs) Like... Oh my! Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, well, it was a lot of touching. Crazy. <laughs> like, <laughs> do you really need to do this exercise one more time? You've already done it like four. But all right. <laughs> <laughs> like, I reckon it's been a hot second for loving for me, so that's fine. <laughs> Keep going. Just you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um. Oh, I need to talk was... so sorry, listeners. What was that? I was just saying, I'm sorry, listeners. There was no need for you to hear that story. <laughs> I thought there was only it. need for that story. <laughs> I had a good cackle. Oh, my God. Yes. Um, Madison, what was it that you were telling me earlier today? There was that, like, Twitter. <gasps> oh, yeah. You need to share that with Sarah and the listeners because it's good. Oh, I was just, you know, scrolling through Twitter, and there was this post by this guy, and I just found it so hilarious, and it said... You ever meet a girl that you just know is too cool to fuck guys? And I was like, oh <laughs> my god, that is fucking cold. And the cool. comments were hilarious. It was just like, oh, that's my problem. <laughs> like all these guys were chiming in. They're like, fucking right. I'm like, where are you finding all these girls that are not into guys? Like I can't fucking fucking one anywhere. <laughs> like send me one. <laughs> like I have a pride flag. I wave every morning at 6 a.m. Just hoping someone will come by. You do by. not. I see you every morning at 6 a.m. And you do I'm not. waving it. You don't see me when I go outside. I'm just waving. And I do my call. Like my mating call. <laughs> it just doesn't work. Oh, no, wait. What's your call. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real deep noise. Yes. So they can hear, you know, we're on a different wavelength. Yes, yes. I wanted I wanted to ask you like super personal questions, but I won't because I don't know how comfortable you are. I'm but it just made me think because I did this documentary a few well, it's been a while. It's been a long time ago now. Um it was on sex and he, I remember the questions that he was asking me and I was just like intrigued because it's Anyways, I'm not going to ask you unless you are okay, but, like, as a, like, mm, (laughs) tell me what my boundaries are. No boundaries. I'm an open book. Go for it. Okay. So, I'm just curious as, like, for someone who hasn't obviously gone through this, but, like, when you're navigating the the new transition, I'm doing air quotes right now, right? So, (laughs) found out, like, oh, yeah, actually, I do, like, women, and I am not so much into men. Like, was it kind of an issue for you or maybe an anxiety to, like, think about, like, oh, now how do I have sex with a woman? Like, or was it just, like, oh, I didn't even think twice about it. It just happened naturally or, like, what what were you thinking? 
it was fucking terrifying. Yeah. Because okay. I just, like, I hadn't really had any sexual experiences with guys too much. And so I, it was like a whole new world for me. And honestly, I just felt like I would be a disappointment. And I was like, because I don't know what I'm doing. And when it finally happened, it was just so natural. And it was just, it was fine. And I freaked myself out for no reason. But even now to this day, like kind of thinking about it, I'm like, oh, fuck, I don't, I don't know, because everyone's so different. And like, what if what I do with someone else isn't like what they're into? And I'm sure that's the same with a lot of people. But it, it was just terrifying at first. Like, I had no idea what to do. But yeah. you just kind of figure it out. Yeah, I bet. And then did you have any, like, sorry, I'm, I'm digging deep because I'm totally just thinking of the questions that he was, like, asking me, and I found them so fascinating. But, no, like, <clears throat> so, like, did you feel any, like, after the first time you had sex with a woman, were you thinking, like, were you feeling shame or were you feeling, like, relief? What were, you, what, were you, what was your thought process after? My only thought that was going through my mind was, that's what it's supposed to be. Oh, yeah, yay. like, it was, like, yeah, it was like, a well, my first experience wasn't that great. And I honestly just try to forget about it. But like my la- oh. latter experiences were just, they're great. Like I, I was never like ashamed or anything. Like, to be honest, I was just proud of myself. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, you fucking did it. You, you, <laughs> you're not just a potato. Like someone actually finds you attractive. <laughs> Oh, that's Aww, beautiful. I love that. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a sweetheart. What can I say? <laughs> that's amazing. No, I think it's really cool. Cause I find it so fascinating to hear, like, you know, people's perspective. I think sex in general is just, like, beautiful and so fascinating. Like, I don't know. I, don't, I wouldn't even say it's because I grew up Mormon. I think I'm just naturally that person who's just, like, I love sex and I love talking about it. And then maybe, like, being in the Mormon church for so long, I've not been able to. But, I mean, even then, though, like, I had a lot of non-Mormon friends. And I was always that, like, pervy girl that was like, tell me more about sex. (laughs) 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 They're like, this bitch is crazy and pervy. Because I was always just so curious about it. And I find it really fascinating how it's so unique to each person. And their experiences are so different. Like, you were saying your first time with a woman wasn't that great. Whereas I've heard you know, opposite, or I've heard people being like, Matt, it was just okay, or whatever, but I don't know, I just find it really fascinating. So sorry if I breached any boundaries there, like crossed any lines by asking It's totally fine. It's funny, I used to be so uncomfortable talking about sex for the longest time. Just like, when I first slept with a girl, like, I didn't tell anybody until like a year later, because I was... It was just, it wasn't a very good experience. I I was really, really drunk and like, I just didn't really remember it. And I just felt, to be honest, embarrassed that first time. Cause I was just like, what the fuck did I do? Like, cause I wasn't really into this girl to begin with. And I felt bad because I'm like, I don't want to lead her on. And like, I had to basically break up with her later, even though we weren't together because it was just like too much. And I was like, I can't do it. And then she actually asked me if I was gay like, as I was, like, breaking up with her. And I was like, uh, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, we slept together. Yeah. Like, did you, like, it was just, she was just a very weird person. And I kind of just took my opportunity. And it just didn't pan out well the first time. But all my other experiences have been great. And it's just this last year where I'm like, you know what? It's fine to talk about this. Like, because I was always conscious about other people. I'm like, I mean, I don't, they say they're okay with me being gay. But, like, 
it comes to a point where like you just don't want to hear about it like you're okay with whatever you do in your personal life but I didn't ever want to cross that boundary of like making someone uncomfortable yeah so like that too I mean because I've I actually had this conversation a few times too well just with one person in particular where they're like you're very open about sexual things and like that's fine but like I think you have to know your audience and like you need to like not like filter, but he was just kind of being like, you know, it, it kind of gives off a different perception of you and whatever. And I had never really thought about that because for me, I was like, oh, I just, I don't want to edit and I don't want to filter anymore because I've been taught for so long that I sh- I'm supposed to, like, I'm, I'm not allowed to talk about sex. And now I'm just like, oh man, I can finally just talk about it all the time. But I agree, you still have to know your audience because some people are just like uncomfortable by it, even though... I think it's so natural and something that we should talk about. And it's one thing I really love about Europe and especially Berlin and Germany is that they're so open about it. Like, it's just the natural thing. And even little kids are just like, oh, yeah, like, doesn't matter. Like, it's a natural thing. And I feel like if we're more like that, it wouldn't be this topic of taboo and people wouldn't feel shame as much. Totally. Yeah. Because one of my favorite Brene Brown quotes, I'm getting to her. <laughs> shame cannot survive if spoken. Yeah. And I find oh. that's so powerful. I love that. It's going to be my next tattoo. Right? It's it's so, like, when I read that quote, it's, it's something I have to repeat to myself almost every day. Because I'm always like, oh, I don't want to talk about that. That's And I'm like, wait, is that shame talking? Because if it is, you do need to talk about it. And you need to get that shit out of there and get it over. Like, let it go. And then it's no longer going to have these feelings of shame and guilt anymore. I love it. Anyways, Oprah is done talking for the day. (laughs) (laughs) It's not Soulful Sundays, okay? It's not that podcast. (laughs) Although that bitch is my queen. I listen to her all the time. Like, I listened to her podcast this morning and I was like, oh my God, I'm obsessed with Oprah. I love her so much. she give you life? (laughs) She really does, like... And I've told Katie this before, but a colleague told me that talking to me was like talking to Oprah and he thought it would be offensive. And I literally couldn't stop smiling the rest of the day. I was just like, that's compliment of the world. And you get something for free and you get something for free. Everyone. Like, I just couldn't stop. I want to be Ellen. You know, I was just going to say that, like, for you, Katie, I was like, you know what, you're such, like, an Ellen. Like, you're just very, up. yeah, you're very, like, upbeat and positive and also very witty and sarcastic. Like, oh, my God, you're yeah, making me friends. Blush. Stop it. Stop I'm just, like, it. Kate McKinnon. <laughs> yeah, so, oh, do you know who me? Kate McKinnon is, Sarah? Uh, I'm obsessed with Kate, Kate McKinnon. Madison looks oh. like her sister. What? And acts like her and is hilarious like her. Like, we just have the same mannerisms. Like, everything that she does, the amount of people that have told me that I remind them of Kate McKinnon, like, mothers, my friends, just random strangers, be like, you remind me a lot of Kate McKinnon. And I always just be like, how fucking dare you? I am my own person. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but, like, just yeah. her comedy is very me. Yeah. It oh, is. I it's love awesome. her. I love her, too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just well, thinking of all her skits. Like, that. what is that one that's, like, the alien evasion? Yes. That's yes. my favorite one. 
Oh, well, see, I had a different experience than that. <laughs> yeah. that. They're all knocking my head. What is it? She calls it a, a pink taco. And uh, oh, what is the? I can't remember, but it cracks me up so much. A slacks man landed in a pine tree 30 feet away. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. She's so funny. All right. Do you guys want to talk about anything else? I think that's it. I think this was a good first guest. I love that. I think, Madison, you were an amazing guest. Oh, stop it. So if anybody's listening, um, I'm single and ready to mingle. (laughs) Yes, we will link Madison down below. Right? Link my Tinder bio. Hit Um, her up. Yeah. And my Tinder says yeah. I'm a hoot and a half, and my mom said that, so you know it's true. <laughs> Aww. I love your mom, by the way. Who does? So and people good. love my mom more than me, and it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> At least your mother doesn't love other people more than you. Like, she loves my, my best friend Jay more than me. Like, honest to God, she tells <laughs> happy birthday and then forgets my own birthday. Oh, and my I'm God. Like, oh, shit. Mother. Yeah, and she sends him cards with with magical horses on the outside. Oh my god, yes. (laughs) Yes, Mama Little. (laughs) I haven't told you that story. She sent him this card. Sorry, I'm totally sidetracking. And there's like these black horses in the background and then this like white horse in the front. And she's like, Jay, you're like the white horse in the front because you're always helping Sarah and you're like like guiding her and blah 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 and then there's like this one big black horse in the back and she's like and Sarah's like the big black horse (laughs) (laughs) oh burn oh man I love that this is also from your Mormon mother that she's just supporting your gay best friend in such a way (laughs) that's awesome I love it. So, like, when he got that car, he was like, ooh, girl, I have a surprise for you. <laughs> I went to his apartment. I was crying. I was laughing so hard. He was like, this card is getting put up. Like, I am, it's the happiest day of my life to get oh this card. Oh, my God. Started. I would frame that. Yeah. I know. It's so good. And then she puts in there, P.S., I love horses. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's wow. so cute. That is very cute. Bless Southern women. They just, yeah. you know, we love horses. That's that's what it is, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> anyway. All right. Well, that was successful. And um, listeners, thanks for listening, even though that was a whole bunch of, like, randomness. And also, I have to give a shout out to Karen, who is our number one fan. Hi, Karen. <laughs> Thank you for always being our fan. I don't know you yet, but I want to know you. So, hello. She's the best, and she listens to every episode and likes it, and it makes Aww. my heart very happy. So, so, nice. so yeah. Nice. So, basically, you other listeners better step the fuck up, because <laughs> she's doing the best right now. Just throwing that out there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's also, the only way I can contribute. <laughs> <laughs> also, we will now have all the episodes up on SoundCloud, yes. because finally stop being lazy and, like, upgraded upgrade and now i'm singing beyonce because that's in my head um right so now you guys can because i know there's so many of you who are just like shit i want to listen to them all and i couldn't so now here's your opportunity so they'll be up so go and listen and like and be fabulous and share the love that's all and tell us your stories if you want about if you have experiences with experiences bleh. <laughs> experiences with like LGBT 
issues of Mormonism, send us yeah. send us stuff. And thank you, Madison, for being a really good Yes, thank really you, Thank you for having me. This was a blast. Yeah, it was really fun. Trip down memory. Yeah. <laughs> it was good. All right. Thanks. So, everybody. bye. Hashtag Exmo. Hashtag not so Molly Mormon. I can't think of the other ones. Hashtag bye. Bye.